Hey, welcome to the All Prediction No Production Podcast. I'm Jared Floyd. And I'm Walker Snowden. Hey, we're getting close to 20 episodes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Time flies when you're doing podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, today's uh, All Prediction topic, uh, weather-related topic, this is a touchy subject for me. How to be a better uh, weather consumer, if you will. Uh, and weather consumer, we mean, you know, whether as a viewer on television of ours, whether you're a listener on radio of ours, whether you're a listener on podcast of ours, which we don't really provide a lot of timely, you know, severe weather information on here because these are all, you know, mm. recorded and edited and things of those um, of that nature. But how to be a better weather consumer, how to consume weather information, right. no matter who you consume it from and how, and where you consume it, how to do that better. How to filter the information better for you. Correct. What to know. Yeah, and, and some some tips and and things that we can do for you and things that we can't do for you, and um, and we mean this this and I've put this episode off. It was one of the episodes. It was one of the very first things I wanted to do, but I kept putting it off because I think we're gonna kind of sound like jerks at times, trying to explain how we interact with our our, our viewers and our and and weather consumers uh, via social media via Twitter, you know in person, on the phone, whatever. Um, so I, I want to preface this by saying we mean all of these things in the most respective, respectful manner that we can. Yeah, we're not trying to be critical or put anybody down. Yeah, we're not trying to be jerks either. Nope. It may sound like jerks, but we're not trying to be jerks. Um, and so in, in that, let's just hop right into it. Uh, first off, to be a better weather consumer, know where you live. Now, a lot of people, when we talk about this, a lot of people find that very elementary and find it silly and they kind of make fun of folks and it's not funny. Uh, whether you've just relocated here for work, whether you, you know, are just unfamiliar with the surrounding areas, you know, right. whether, you know, there are so many different reasons that people may not, whether you're a younger person, uh, whether you're here for school, whatever, there's a lot of reasons why people don't necessarily know the surrounding roads, interstates, counties, parishes, whatever in their area. Right, but then you think about it, like it's really good to know where you are, even specifically within your town. So sure, you may think that, oh yeah, I know where I live. I live in West Monroe, Louisiana. But mm -hmm. do you know where exactly in West Monroe you live? How close are you to the interstate? How close are you to other major road locations? Mm -hmm. uh, things like that, because that's all going to be very important if it came down to, say, a tornado situation. Right. As to where it is, because tornadoes, you know, they can be, they can be, they can be big, they can be small. But at the end of the day, they impact like, a very small area. Exactly. Even if there's a mile wide, it's still it's still only impacting a one mile area, which in the grand right. scheme of things is a very small area. So when we pinpoint one on radar, like we did on Easter Sunday a couple mm -hmm. of years ago, you know, you can say, hey, this thing's headed toward the airport. And if you know you live close to the Monroe airport, then you can be sheltered. Now, if you and, and vice versa and conversely. If you know that you live nowhere close to the airport, yep. Then, or you live eight miles south of the airport, then you know well, it's not even. I mean, yeah, we've got a severe storm or whatever in our area, but we're not even in the warning. Blah 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 right. blah. And we, and that's another thing. We we don't in severe weather and in breaking weather information times, whether it be tropical landfalling systems, winter weather, we're busy, 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 busy people. Um, and, and I think it's also important for folks to remember our social media accounts. 
We don't have interns or coworkers or whatever helping us run those social media accounts. Right. It's literally just us. So if we're on television, we we can't answer your individual questions. Mm-hmm. And more on your individual questions in just a minute. And again, not to sound like jerks, but there are some things that we can and will answer. There are things that we can't and won't answer. Right. Uh, and, and so we'll talk more about that in just a second. But um, there is another issue is is when we talk about, you know, knowing where you live is, like you said, knowing how far you are from I-20, how, how far you are from major roads, because we don't have time. It's a time game. The whole thing's a time game. Yep. We only have so much time in breaking weather events to do so many things. Case in point, when a tornado warning is issued, yep. we cannot go through literally every town that is listed or not listed in the tornado warning. Right. We, the onus is then on you as a weather consumer to see this polygon on the air while we're talking about it. And yeah, we're going to try to get as specific as possible. And we're going to try to talk it to about as many towns and communities as we can. But the odds are we're not going to talk about your specific community. We may talk about the city that you live just outside of. You know, if you live in the Drew community of West Monroe, we're going to talk about West Monroe. We may talk about Drew. Um, but we may not. And if you're in the warning, you need to know where you are on the map and know that you are or are not in the warning. Right. And it's also another good point to bring up. Say you have a tornado warning and you have, you know, the majority of it, of this warning is in Washtenaw Parish. Okay. And it's northeastern side and it's crossing over into Morehouse Parish. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the warning barely touches Morehouse Parish. Right. But it's still technically issued for it. Sure. And so say people in... Um, Bastrop, Bastrop, Collinston. Yep. Yeah. Those types of places are that just are outside of that area, outside of that central warning, or northern, but they yeah. see it's issued for their parish. Then they might have some area of concern, right? Correct. And so if you, but if you were able to look on a map, know where you live, know where that polygon is, you're okay. Okay. And then you listen to us talk about it. Okay. The storm's moving to the Northeast, but I'm not in the warning just yet. Mm-hmm. And so may, I need to be tentative and watching. And so if I'm then put it in the next warning, then I need to be worried and I need to be concerned. So back in the day, um, before even this was before I was even in schools, when I was growing up, when tornado warnings were issued, they were issued for whole counties and parishes. Right. So so you just if you were either your parish was under a tornado warning or it wasn't your county was under a tornado warning or it wasn't. Now they do the polygons. So portions of counties, which is great in terms of if you know where you live, you can you can go and decipher. Mm. But it gets real confusing for folks that don't know where they live in a parish. I don't know if, if I live in the central section of this parish or county or the northern section of this parish or county. And so that's where the, the, the specific locations and geospecific alerts and all those things. The technology is improving um, in helping folks know those things. But again, the onus is on you as a consumer, um, you know, to 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 know those types of things and help mm. further your, your information. And so it's like at the different levels, like you have to know not just where you are within the parish, but mm-hmm. it also like we were talking about before where you live within your specific town. So right. it's like always a good thing to know, even at the small, big or really large levels. Like, of course everybody knows, Oh, I live in Louisiana. Right. Or I live in Arkansas, but like, okay, I live in Northeast Louisiana. Right. But then it's like, then it gets that, mid-level where perish and then you get to the close level and 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 even to broaden it out on a basic know what your parish or county looks like on a map right. there are people that don't know those things and again it sounds 
elementary and people kind of laugh and chuckle when we everybody say has thing. google maps on their phone yes everyone and it's so it's important it's very important to know those things so moving on um on these again kind of sensitive topics um things that we cannot do as meteorologists during breaking weather events first off we can't answer everybody's questions uh, we get on these Facebook Lives, uh, or if we're streaming te- uh, tornado warning information, and we're streaming it on Facebook Live, and we're streaming it on television, first off, we can't even see your Facebook Live questions and comments. Right. If somebody's answering those, they're probably answering it from our digital department. Sometimes we'll have a meteorologist answering those questions, but mm. in most instances, all of our meteorologists are are focused on the on-air work. So wh- how we supplement that, we provide that stream, digitally on our website and on our Facebook pages and things of that nature. That's the only stream we can give you. Um, mm. if, if you're asking us questions on Facebook and we get so many, we can't see them, we can't answer them. Nor do we really have the time because whatever we're talking about, you can rest assured we're deeming as the most important thing to talk about at that point. Right. So number one, you have somebody on the wall and they're doing obviously the on-air work. Mm-hmm. Then I'd say number two is on the machine mm-hmm. on next to links yep. on the other computer system. Right. They're looking at storms. They're looking at the National Weather Service chat. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also looking at storms down the line or other right. places, things like that. So we don't miss one. Yep. And they're also ready to switch out with the person on the wall. Right. Especially when you're in long circumstances, you're on for three, four hours. Right. So like those are two. And so between that, obviously nobody really even has time to attend to social in the first place. Right. And that's, again, why the stream is there and 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 that's why the stream is is built that way we we're going to try to get to every storm as possible we go back and forth the storms people say Mm. well you spent too much time on that storm we're going to get to as many of them as we can and we spend as much time as we can on the more the more organized the ones that look um more menacing and 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 more dangerous on radar at that time we try to spread out that time as best as possible we're not perfect um and but that's that's how that is another thing that we can't do when we cut into programming we've done the podcast episode about my freak out blah 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 that happened to what year ago a little over a year ago Mm. um another thing that we can't do and people have called me and asked me this for 16 years why can't you just cut into the televisions of the people that are in the warning? Why can't you just take that that polygon and just cut into just their television sets? Yeah. If we could, that be would great. be the coolest thing ever. But we can't. The technology for that just doesn't even... It doesn't exist. exist. It does not exist. Um, a lot of folks ask... Um, why we don't do split screens more often, which we have done every now and then. Um, but in most instances, the FCC obligation is to, to take over the entire programming. And also, we don't have those capabilities anymore. Um, so we run the crawl. Um, and, and then when the, when the crawl is not sufficient, when a tornado warning is on, we're, we're on the air with it. Um, every now and then, we'll, we'll turn a, t- a tornado warning back to programming if it's exited the viewing area or it's considerably weakened and it's obviously not there anymore and, yep. and, and we can confirm that it's not there anymore and it's just the storm has collapsed completely. Yeah, and say we're in like primetime programming and yeah. so your favorite time show is, is on. Yeah, time is of the essence. You're like, okay, that thing is obviously not on the ground. Get off the screen. So we're trying to. Correct, <laughs> sure. Uh, and we've done that before. Yeah. Um, but in terms of trying to cut into specific television sets, if we could, we would, um, but we can't. So 
we won't. Um, and, and so we're just kind of stuck with with how that is. Um, a lot of folks have asked that before. It's like throwing out a net in the sea. You're trying to catch a specific, you know, set of fish, but you're going to end up grabbing a crab here or there or something that you don't want. Well, and also, and the, the other issue is, you know, if if you're in if you're in Crossit in Ashley County, and a tornado warning is issued, and we cut into your television set, where and we've been on your television set for thirty minutes because you've been under a tornado warning for thirty minutes. But the folks in Hamburg were just outside the warning. And so they had just been watching their television for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Okay, those folks, their television show ends. They get up. They go get in the shower because they're getting ready to go to bed. And they're in the bathtub or they're in the bathroom, you know, taking a shower or whatever, getting ready to, to call it a night. And we haven't been on their television screen for the last 30 minutes. But that tornado has now exited the warning and yeah. a new warning's issued. And instead of you getting the the... The 30-minute lead time you would have had by us being on your television showing you that storm heading toward you, you now have no lead time because you're in the shower because you never knew anything about it. Now, granted, you'd have probably had the crawl still running at the bottom of your screen, but if you're enthralled in your television show, you're probably not paying attention to that either. So, again, it's erring on the side of caution to make sure everybody's safe. That's the other thing. These uh, types of events happen very quickly, and so a lot of times... It just because we're looking at one storm in one area doesn't mean that your area is always in the clear. That's right. what we talk about all the time. Okay, next topic. Um, this one is this is where it gets kind of. Okay. I, I'm going to sound like a jerk when I all say right. this, and I hope the viewers and the listeners understand what I'm saying when I say this. There are certain questions you do not need to ask us on social media. Because I'm, I, I've just gotten to a point where I simply just won't answer them. I won't answer them. Because either A, I've already answered them, or B, they are genu- genuinely unanswerable. Yeah. Um, first question, how bad is it going to get in blank town, city, community? How bad is it going to get? Does that that means zero? It, it means that means less than zero to me because how bad, bad, quote unquote, that's that's your opinion. Bad is not. There's no definition of bad. Right. You know, bad is some people. For instance, we had a, a rogue storm here last night. People could have called that bad because it had a lot of lightning and it had a heavy downpour with it. A lot of people may have called that bad. If you were driving it, it you would have probably considered it "quote unquote" bad. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't severe. It was just an evening cold front thunderstorm that brought some heavy rain and some lightning and some twenty mile, twenty five mile an hour wind gusts. But it's but it's like this. I, I kind of want to compare it to we're we're scientists. Like we have personalities, and we're gonna be try to we're gonna be funny. We're gonna try to make sure we. Put it, we're not robots, so right. but we're, we're scientists. We're not actors. So when we're describing the possibilities for a severe weather event, we're not there to overdrive it and paint this picture of doom and destruction. No, we're telling you the possibilities of X, Y, and Z, right? Right. And so when you ask how bad is it going to get, what there's there's nothing scientific I can answer about that. No, it's a it, that's an opinionated question. Uh, we're just here to provide you information so you know. So like, oh, tornadoes are possible. Okay, till when? 
those are the types of things that we can we can uh, we can answer. And unless it is a widespread squall line event, and yep. we have these, we have yep. these squall line events where literally everybody in the Arklamis gets a severe thunderstorm warning yep. at some point because there's the potential for damaging wind gusts within the entire line as it just rakes across the area. Mm. We've had those. It just rips, just yep, like a like a like I've a, been a part of them. Like, yeah, just like a like a snowplow, just through the entire viewing area. Everybody gets a severe thunderstorm warning. Those are the rare occurrences where I can tell you it it will get quote unquote, it could get quote unquote bad in your area because pretty much everybody's gonna have a severe thunderstorm warning right. at one point. Those are very few and far between. Most severe threats are scattered. Right. So if I the, say it's going to get bad in your area, there's a potential you don't even get rain. Right. So why why would I do that? Why would I work you up and tell you, oh, yeah, it could get bad? And it could so also not be. The only answer to your question is information that we already provide anyway. We're like, okay, the favorable times for thunderstorms are between, say, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. We'll give you that range, that window range that we're looking for storms. And any time between there, we could see something start to bubble up and something we'll have to monitor. Right. Next question is, when is it going to hit my house? Okay. I have people send me that. When is it going to hit my house? I don't know where your house is. Secondly, I'm not going to go, again, this is a time thing. It's a time Mm. thing. It's a time thing. I don't have time to go, like look your look at your Facebook profile and go, okay, Susie's from Dubok. All right, mm. I got to go look at the forecast for Dubok. Blah blah blah. I'm not gonna do that. I'm sorry, and I know that makes me sound like a jerk, but I'm not gonna because I don't have time. We don't have time to do right. these types of things. We're trying to put things out on social media, on the web, on radio. We are television meteorologists. We've got a lot of different things to do. So we don't have time to go find out where your home is. And not to mention, we've already put our time frames out. You know, if, if you look through our web articles or our social media postings, if we can put a time frame out, we will put a time frame out. Yes, they're very generalized. You know, the western sections of the Arklamis can expect storms between noon and 4 p.m. Well, that's a pretty big window. Yeah, it is. Because as a cold front moves through, they slow down, they speed up. You know, we are giving you as much accurate information as we can, and we are we are gener- we are we are being being as specific as we possibly can. And I don't know how many times we've put that on the web too. I'm being as specific as I can be. And yeah, it may say expect storms between noon and midnight. If that's as specific as I can be, sorry, that's as specific as I can be. I'm sorry, that's what I can do. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes we can get even multi-day events, so just be happy I can give you that even that window to begin Correct. with. Correct. Yeah, I can tell you, hey, there's a chance that we'll hit a lull between, you know, 4 a.m. And, and, and 9 a.m. You know, we're thrilled when we can give you that. Yeah. Because there's a, there are a lot of times we don't even have the confidence to do that. And again, for folks that get frustrated with us because we can't answer those specific questions, A, it's a time game, and B... We wish we could answer every question, but you know, I have, you know, multiple thousand Facebook followers and, and there are people that are way busier than I am on social media. And we, we, we do everything we can, right? everything physically possible. So when is it going to hit my house? Again, reread the information, 
that leads me to my next point. Read the information. Read, yeah. re, like I, I know so many folks that will see a post and they won't even read it and they'll just immediately put a comment down underneath. And they put it down underneath either because they, they want the interaction personally with a meteorologist, which I would love to interact with all of you personally. That would be cool. Like if we had that time, but I don't. So if you have a valuable question that I feel I didn't cover in the stuff above, mm-hmm. then yeah, I may actually answer your question. But if my answer is in the information above, your your question's probably going to go skipped. It's yeah. not going to be, I'm, I'm not going to say, hey, it's answered above. I, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to go do through, go all through that and, and, and do that. So I'm just going to, it's going to go unanswered now, and I'm going to hope that you went back through the information, read it all, looked at all the, the maps and graphics that we gave you, and went, oh, okay. And also, bottom line is, if we don't answer, it's probably because we don't have an answer for you. Like, if it's not in the, the web article, or if it's not in the post, we may not know you know, what the main threat is, or we may not know when the storms will move out of the area. We may not know how much rain to expect in terms of, we just know that periods of heavy rain will be possible. Right. And I honestly just want to say that sometimes I guess it can be, we feel a little bit slighted maybe, or not, not, not disrespected, but somewhat slighted because like, oh, look, I put this information together. And if they just look at the information they'll know everything they need to know yeah i just feel like you you feel like your time's been wasted yeah, um, i was like oh man like hey i already put this there for you why didn't you just actually read the work i correct. made correct and and we're talking about a a minority of our of our oh, weather yeah. consumers and we're yeah. just trying to for folks we're trying to say this is these are things to how to be a better weather consumer mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter whether you're consuming our information whether you're consuming something from another regional meteorologist. A lot of people follow other regional meteorologists yeah. um, just so they can, you know, stay up to date with other regional things that are happening. Um, and, and, you know, they follow the, their, you know, the National Weather Service pages or National Hurricane Center. And those people will interact with you as well. But make sure that you bring something to the table that, you know, is a question that we haven't already answered. Right. But I'll, I'll say this. You're, you're right. This is a tough episode to do. You know, without sounding like team. a jerk. Yeah, we're not trying. It sound, to be we at sound we sound whiny. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> we put all this work out. And nobody no. pays attention to it. No, it's no. just. It's and, like and there's also a lot of times we're proud of the information we put out. Yeah. Like you put out a real comprehensive thing, and you're like, oh, I covered everything in that. How many times have you messaged me, or I've messaged you, and be like, that's a, that's a pretty awesome web article. Yeah. Like it looks really because you're proud of all of the work, and you feel confident in your forecast. You feel like you've been comprehensive, and then somebody immediately hits you with, "What about West Monroe? What about West Monroe, man? It's right there. Like it's <laughs> all right there. You know, and and so you know, or or what about you know, insert town here." <laughs> You know, and so you, you, you're like, ah. it's almost a meme at this point. We use it as a meme. And it's, and, and for folks that go, man, sounds like y'all are griping about our viewing area. Guess yeah, what? Right. It's not just our viewing. It's everybody. Yeah. It's us as a society. We want, we would rather just interact directly with somebody and get an answer directly from them than educate ourselves because it takes much more time. If, if you, if I, if, if I thought, that I could ask somebody a question and immediately get an answer without having to read something, I would do that too. But it's not practical. So when po- folks put these comments out there or these Facebook questions and they ask or they send us direct messages and we don't we don't ever get back to them before an event happens, it's probably because we've already answered it. And and, and it's not because we're being jerks. 
there are times where I do have the time to go back and go, hey, it's listed above, we're expecting the storms between noon and four. Or I'll just copy and paste what I had above. You know, just so people see it. There are times I don't have that time. Yeah. It just depends. Sometimes we're spread more thin than others. Okay. This is running, like I said, this is a difficult, this is not a fun episode. Because nope. like I said, we just sound whiny and grumpy. Um, but another thing, and this is again kind of one of those common sense things. And it's clear for a lot of folks. Um, stay up to date with the forecast. We talked about this in a previous episode yeah. about just being, you know, if if we say we're watching a severe weather event, yeah, this is a good point. This and, is a good point. And it and it's five to seven days away, and we say it the we say it all the time. That last paragraph always says it, right? <laughs> stay up to date with the latest forecast information. We'll always keep you updated. We'll keep you updated with the latest because we will keep you updated with the latest. Right, but. You got to keep checking for it because if you, if, if, how many times have we said we're expecting a, a severe weather event a week from Tuesday? Oh, I'll tell you right Wednesday. now. Go so ahead. So there was a number of times uh, this past spring during April, I was working the weekends. I would get the day four or day five or day six outlooks. So the outlooks that are really vague, right? That just say, oh, we're expecting severe weather in these areas. Like it'll just happen. And that. we would be in those areas. Yep. It's like the big, very pale yellow contour if those of you that are familiar with the map and so we're expecting it later that week and it's like four or five days out Mm -hmm. and then okay you didn't come back and see it if you didn't come back the next couple of days and see the day three outlook or the day two outlook or the day one outlook there that information could have changed drastically Mm -hmm. between those four and five days it happens so much Right. And so if you just only looked at that Saturday or Sunday forecast and you didn't come back for Tuesday or Wednesday, then you could have been completely thrown for a loop in the forecast. Yeah. Because because it can go one way or the other it too. Can. How many times have somebody has somebody come back and hit me with what happened to that severe weather we were supposed to get on Wednesday and Thursday? And I'm like, Well, when's the last time you checked the forecast? Well, you said on Sunday that yeah, a lot yeah. changed. Like that that front's like missed us way to the north, and we told you that the threat had shifted north, and we weren't really expecting anything. It's like a TV show. You're four or five episodes behind. You need to right. watch the other episodes to get back up to where we are. And we're not. And we're not also telling you you have to sit there and watch us no, every day. No I'm way. just saying when it comes to these 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 breaking weather events, these significant weather events, there's so much data coming in, and so much of it changes. For instance, the the premium. Example the, the 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 second place example the runner up example to all of this is severe weather episodes. Severe weather episodes they change you know with with every computer model run for days, sometimes for a week, sometimes it's only like a three or four day span that a big severe weather event will pop up and you're like oh and you're watching it for three or four days at a time. Again, it's like the runner up scenario, mm-hmm. but the ultimate scenario of constantly changing weather information, constantly changing model runs, constantly changing forecasts, constantly changing graphics, constantly changing rainfall outputs are tropical systems. Tropical systems, every six hours, something is changing. Yep. You know, the low level center is, has formed. Okay, that's going to change the computer models. Okay, it interacted with land. It's going to do this. It ingested some dry air. It's going to do this. The steering currents have changed. Blah, 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 blah. There's always stuff changing with tropical systems. So for folks on the coastline, for them to be a better weather consumer, it is sure. imperative for them to stay up to date with the latest information. It's all the Gulf states, uh, the Gulf of Mexico states, and it's all the eastern 
sure. uh, coast states as well. So yeah. that includes like the Carolinas and um, Absolutely. things like that. It's um, so important. And it sounds so elementary and we say it all yeah. the time. It's kind of like heat safety. You sit there and say it over and over and over and over and over and people stop listening to you. But a lot of folks will kind of pin you on the... You said this was going to happen. Well, yeah, I said that four days ago. The forecast can and will change. That's what a forecast is supposed to do. If your forecast is not changing, then you're not doing your job right. Or right. or it's a really good forecast. Yeah, I was going to say don't, that. That happens sometimes. Every now and then, from like four days out, you'll just hit it. For instance, I, honestly, it, just, uh, it was Hurricane Ida from just this past yeah. hurricane season. Like That was very well forecasted. Correct. Like The general vicinity was pretty right a number of days out. Of yes. course, it changed slightly as we got you know within one, two days. But it was, that, that, that was one of the rare occurrences, right? And that also then creates the problem of the weather enterprise, broadcast, government, research. Everybody pats themselves on the back for having such an accurate forecast in such a devastating time. But then at the same time, you've got so many people cleaning up and, and it sounds, and, and you look at the, the comments on social media and you don't knock them for it, yeah. but everybody's like, you got to applaud the weather enterprise for giving such great. And, and then you're like, yeah, but those people are cleaning up their homes. And you're just like, there's not a good time to compliment the weather community on, on those types of things. But it, it just, it's kind of, it's just awkward. It's like something down the road. Like I think I was watching an interview with folks uh, impacted by Katrina and you know after the fact it was like 10 20 years after they lost mm -hmm. their homes they were being interviewed and they were like you know i was just i was thankful that we knew at least it was coming because there was no way that i could have stayed here i wanted to stay but everybody told me that i couldn't stay the the, the forecaster said that i couldn't stay and i'm glad that i did it i actually spent time on the coastline during hurricane katrina I have video from hurricane katrina right. we'll do we'll actually do an episode um uh coming up um, you know, it's been what, um, 17 years. It'll be 17 years, uh, in August, not like necessarily it's an anniversary, but we probably will do an episode, right. uh, talking about but that. Basically I was just saying that, you know, th that's the time for, mm -hmm. you know, the quote unquote pat on the back. You don't need that pat on the back. You should have that own personal satisfaction knowing that you did it right. You, you shouldn't really need it from other people a lot of times. And so, especially after an impact impactful system, you know, like such as Ida on the coastline and stuff like that, we got it. Um, you know, shame on them, honestly. We we got we got them. Um, you know, during the Rustin tornado and during the Monroe tornado, Easter Sunday tornadoes, folks. The, the biggest compliment you can give us is we were watching y'all and we knew it was coming. That yeah. that's that is the biggest. Like, it'll bring tears to your eyes when folks go, you know, we were watching. Even if it was a, hey, we've been wa we were watching you days ahead of time, and we, we, were, we were alerted. We knew it was coming thanks to y'all. Or it's the, we were watching you. I can't tell you how many times in this last spring we've gotten the voicemails of people that were like, we were listening, we were watching y'all, and you said my street. And when you said my street, the power went out, and we went to safety. And there was damage across the street or there was, again, that's not to pat ourselves on the back because no. anybody else in the weather enterprise that you were watching or listening to at that time was probably telling you something similar. So you just elected, we just, again, it's the biggest compliment to us. So we do that and we say that that's the biggest compliment to us. Uh, to kiss your, your 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 rear end because we just said so many mean things about how grumpy we yeah. get. Do you have anything else to add? You know, in terms of being a better weather consumer, know where you live, 
Be mindful of the questions you ask. Um, stay up to date. Be mindful of things we can't do. Uh, no, but our, our, use the tools that we are trying to give to you Yeah. To, uh, so that you can be informed. And I guess the other thing, and in complete hindsight and in, 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 a, in a yin to the yang of what I just said, don't be afraid to ask us questions. Don't be afraid to interact <laughs> with us. Like we want to interact nice. you, but also don't take it personally when we don't. I right. guess that's probably the other takeaway is don't take it personally. We would, again, what about West Monroe? How bad is it going to get and cross it? How, how blah, blah, blah. When's it going to hit, you know, Rustin? We would love to answer all of those questions individually if we had time to do it. Just don't take it personally when we can't do it. Yeah, I think that's a good point. But um, a side note, maybe we should just go back and cut out some of the whiny parts. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we should because I got really whiny there for a second. Like yeah, I could see the audio paths on the on, <laughs> and it, and like when I get whiny, I get really high pitched and like, I don't know, man. It didn't sound good. All right, uh, the no production part of this podcast coming up in just a few minutes. A reminder that all episodes of the All Prediction No Production podcast can be found on Arclamus Weather Extra. There you can also find the latest in agricultural news, today's forecast, web exclusives, learn a little bit more with Weather 101. Check out the camera network. Also submit your pet for FurCast. All of that on myarclimus.com extra. And also don't forget to download the KTVE KARD weather app. That's available on iTunes and Google Play. All right, welcome back to the All Prediction, No Production podcast. The No Production part, another kind of viewer slash listener request. People have asked me this for years, and and, and it's kind of one of those behind-the-scenes topics. What goes on in commercial breaks? Um, And it's a wide array of things. Yeah, it depends on the day, number one. Like, I guess days of the week are important. I guess we get a little bit more, I guess, giddy during thursday the, and like thursday friday, friday. yeah in the, the show lineup changes yeah you know uh you know on four uh, four thirty on on fridays we don't have louisiana living we have um the louisiana jukebox show yeah uh and, and so we have more time to get our work done and do other stuff like work on graphics and yeah we call like them that. graphics fridays because we usually end up building some new stuff on fridays that's usually the, the time that we have to do it um but uh, you know more specifically in shows um, how that all breaks down. So, you know, we usually we usually start newscasts with a forecast first. So yep. And we, so that is the A block of the newscast. Right. So we call it we call it the A block. Because yeah. it's the start. Like the start of the alphabet's A, so the start of the, the show is the A block. Yes. So so everything that happens between the start of the show and the first commercial break is considered the A block. Yep. And so in the A block, we start off with the forecast first. In some newscasts, we have an end of the A block weather or a weather tease at the end. You know, so we'll be in, in, in you know, and, and so the newscast happens. A block, boom, happens. Commercial break. We go into what's called break one. Mm. We don't call it break one. It's just a commercial break. We, we, we sometimes we call it the A block so break the or whatever. Director pushes us to break like yep. they they're the one changing out the, the a show being on air NBC to go 10, into commercial yeah we'll have more on nbc 10 news at five commercial break yep they punch it audio guy cuts our mics off right and then so we then they tell us that we're clear so that we can talk so we know our mics aren't hot and stuff like that and then you know sometimes we'll talk amongst ourselves 
right? Yeah. Like sometimes, uh, like say we're the first we're, the first thing that happens yeah. in, in a break is like I said, all that happens with the director. The director is going to look at the time of when we went to commercial break, compare that to the time on our rundown, which is basically yes. the, the list of everything that's in the show, and they compare and they will let us know because the the the, the entire show's scripted out for time, you know, to yep. to the exact seconds of when we get out. But we never stay on time. Oh yeah. Newscasts very rarely are we're on time. We're on time. Hey, the director says we're on time. Never happens. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever happens. Because we ad lib our stuff, so sometimes we're three or four seconds off. So they're you're always going to be light or heavy. So heavy means that you're over on your time. You're, you've already used more time than, than you have in your newscast. Yep. You know, your first, your first, your a block went longer than it was supposed to go. So you're heavy. So you're 20 seconds heavy. You're, you know, a minute 40 heavy. You're, you know, 13 seconds heavy. You're two seconds heavy, or you didn't take up all that time. Maybe a, a live shot, you know, didn't work out, or maybe it ended sooner than it was supposed to, or, you know, something happened, you know, whatever. And you're light. So now you're 30 seconds light. You have to make up that time somehow. Yep. So that you're the director the director always tells you that in a commercial break. Then, because if you can't fill your show, then you sit in black, and, and that's terrible. And you, you can't do sit. that. Yep. Yeah. So we never sit in, in black and, and don't have – you find time. You find something to fill that time, whether that's it's right. a, a story that you had that you – couldn't fit in because you didn't think right. you had enough time and you bring it in. Uh, then the producers and the, and, and anchors will agree. Yeah, you on got a little bonus like story on the side yeah. there. They bring an extra story in, or maybe they had to cut time to weather because, you know, it was a really full yep. show and they end up giving us a little time back or sometimes sports needs to cut or add time. Yep. Or, or sometimes they shorten reads and stuff. Right. Things like that. You know, certain, you know, editing to certain stories to make sure that we get back on time. Um, so that's all, that all happens in every break. So every break they have, they tell you how much time you have light, heavy, whatever. Then, you know, everybody looks at their rundown. Your camera operators are looking at what the camera shots are for the next, you know, block, which is the B block. Surprise, surprise. And so they move all, I just, man, I just hit that desk. That hurt. Ow. Anyway, so they move the cameras around and get situated for the next camera block. And then at that point, Usually in the first, that all happens in the first 30 to 45 seconds of a two to two and a half minute to three minute commercial break. So there is a lot of sitting around and, you know, there are times where we, the news anchors may grab their phone and look on Twitter to make sure that there's no breaking stories or on the face station, Facebook page, or check their station emails to make sure that, you know, somebody hasn't sent us a breaking story or a story update in the middle of the show. Um, a lot of times we also just random conversations arise in commercial breaks. Yeah. I mean, Kyla and Steven are a, are a treasure trove on those Fox newscasts of, <laughs> of just random conversations when Hunter and Maya wander in sometimes, you know, um, to anchor a show. Um, but there's just some obscure conversations. Uh, you can go from, you know, uh, a, a new album that has released, you know, to, old commercial jingles or to food to food to you know i feel like we always end up on food at one point we always wind up on some kind of weird topic and 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 again it varies on the day some days you've got breaking news and so everybody that you can't have those extraneous conversations because everybody's dialed in on yes hey you know this just came in we've got to put this in so now that's going to put us over so we've got to cut another story blah 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 
those and types of things like happen. Like on Mondays, everybody is very almost like military esque. Like we are boom, boom, boom. Like everybody's coming in. Like five o'clock goes, five thirty goes, six right. goes, six thirty goes. Like everything's just boom, boom, boom. Would you agree? Yes. As you get later in the week, um, your news cycle tends to slow. To, and I speak this way because I did work in news and anchored newscasts and produced newscasts, but. From my experiences doing that for two and a half, three years, that your news cycle tends to slow down on Thursdays and Fridays. So if you have ribbon cuttings and business openings and 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 happier news, kind of chamber of commerce type news and and and, and local business news and things of that nature, you're more inclined to get those things on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're not going to get an interview from a business owner on, on a on a Friday afternoon, right? Like everybody's just trying to get to the weekend at that point, you know, and I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking again, generally, cause there's a business owner out there going, I'll give you an interview on a Friday. Yeah. There are some that you can catch, but again, the news cycle just tends to slow down Thursdays and Fridays and into the weekend. So, but also on the flip side, we are also sometimes doing shows together. And so we have right. to change out graphics libraries. So we're also just manipulating our graphics. So when we come in every day, one of the daily tasks we do is, the maps that you see behind us, the future tracker, all that jazz, the, the Doppler forecast, radar. Right, seven-day forecast. Yep, all of it. We make it, mm-hmm. and it's our graphics. We edit it. We don't have someone else that does it for us. Mm-hmm. You do it for yourself. And so Jared has his own set of graphics. I have my own set. Of course, we, we share graphics. Like, obviously, the temperature map is going to look the same. Sure. And other things like that, the Doppler is going to be the same. Um, but where the graphics line up, we all change. And so sometimes between different hits the a block hits and right. the, the full weather we're moving around graphics we're making new stuff we do we we traditionally do the weather together in the second half hour of the nine o'clock fox 14 news at nine yep and uh, i do the a block at the five thirty show right the end of the a block hit. so all of that's different so mm. in commercial breaks we're constantly looking at okay well you've got this hit coming up and this is the camera shot and what yep. graphics are you going to use? You're going to use this, 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 and this. Okay, so I won't use this in the full forecast in the C block because you're using it in the A block. Right. We don't want to overlap information yeah, too you much. You don't want to just sit there and say the same things over and but over. But also, over. you're clearing out your graphics library. Sure. I'm opening up mine right. so I can get my graphics that I set up for my part. So that's all happening in yep. commercial breaks or in newscasts themselves. Right. Um, and so there are a lot, there's downtime. There's time where there is no time for downtime. Yep. Sometimes um, we can make uh, a bunch of posts on social that we can output, sure. but sometimes that is just not the case. Like say we have live shot or maybe we have a lot of extra time that we're covering. I've had, like that. I've had disagreements with my floor crew during commercial breaks, you know, where, where, you know, our floor crew, you know, director, Hey, can we do this? No, we don't really have time to do that. All right. Can we do this? Uh, nope. Don't have time. What do we have time to do? Well, we have time to do what's on the script. Okay. Well, and then you have to go in there and go, hey, sorry about that. You know, I was just asking if we could do that. No, that's cool. We just were over on time, blah, blah, blah. And you can have very professional, you know, disagreements with your floor crew on what you can and can't do in a breaking weather scenario. Yeah. It's Um, just like any other business that has meetings with people. There's going to be discourse or disagreements to try to find the right path. It's just just these, these meetings have to have a solution. In two and a half minutes. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's either one way or no way, and there is no such thing as no way. So and, you got to figure it out. And so while there are the the fun conversations that happen in commercial breaks, and there are a lot of laughs that happen in commercial breaks at oh, times. Tons. There are a lot of um, 
not happy times that happen in commercial breaks. Yep. Uh, a lot of tense conversations that happen at times during commercial breaks. It's live news. But Sometimes most, things don't go well. But the most important thing is everything has to come to a conclusion in that two to two and a half to three minute break. Like you better figure out if you are, if something majorly happens in your broadcast, whether you are two minutes heavy or a minute and a half light, those are big or numbers. Your live shot has failed. Yes. Because, or, 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 or the live shot storms came over and they had to move inside at the last minute. So they had to shut the live shot down and move inside. Or guess what? We have severe weather and the entire rest of the show is scrapped and we're doing wall-to-wall coverage now. Which happens a lot. Exactly. And so all these, the anchors and producers produce these shows and they spend all day timing it down to the last minute. And then right at the last minute, we look at them and go, there's a tornado warning and we're fixing to take your entire show. Yeah. And so during commercial breaks, we're getting ready to sort this out. It's like, yeah, guys, I know we're in commercial, but I don't, we're not coming back to programming. Correct. And, and so those are all things that can happen. And, and sometimes they get, like I said, tense. Sometimes, some days we go through sometimes an entire week where it was like, we didn't have one smooth commercial break. It felt like we were fixing things constantly. You know, things break, things stop working. Um, you know, it's live television. You know, like I said, things miss deadline. They miss, you know, we go over on our time or we get a warning issued or or there's breaking news. All of these things happen. And like I said, you've got a limited amount of time to fix it because you have a limited amount of time in that newscast. Yeah. It's all about deadlines. It's all about working. It says it, uh, when you apply. You have to be able to go deadline to oriented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was not a deadline oriented person until I got into this business. Yeah, I was either. king procrastinator. Yeah, me too. And now it's like everything better be in by four thirty. Yeah, when the light goes on at four thirty. Yeah, if it's not there. There's no time to. No, there to, is no procrastinating. No, there is not. All right, so yeah, commercial breaks sometimes fun, sometimes heck. And on the on the flip side of that too, uh, you know, we talked about how sometimes there's a week where you go, oh my gosh, it feel like we didn't get anything like uh, there are some weeks where we go that was a pretty smooth week like yeah. i felt like every commercial break was just like we were you know within 10 seconds you know we were we were vibing like everything yeah, the shows was, sometimes are like that too yeah some so, shows well, just well, go. that show was good yeah yeah and, and you know them when you get them done yeah because you finish them and you're everybody just kind of looks around like that show was pretty awesome you know and, and you just feel good about it then there are the shows that you're like i just was terrible or yeah or you know we just, wow, everything that could have went wrong did. And the most important thing is to try to make them not look like everything went wrong, even though everything right. was going Right, so we're wrong. definitely expressing either, you know, elation or frustration, depending. Like, I, personally speaking, like, yeah, I, I was like, that was trash. <laughs> like, yeah, Just talk about some of my own performance. I've had so many shows where I've just gotten off the air and just looked at you and been like, what was that? And you're like, ah, man, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it just, it happens. So, all right, anything else to add? No, I think that's it. All right, commercial breaks. Fun or disaster? We should write a book about them. Anyway, thanks for listening to the All Prediction, No Production podcast. Have a great day.